It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smarty! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and so yes. caught! Touchdown to Craig Lyons! They did it! Armand Ross, they brought the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Larkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here, X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kahla, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. Of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 Sports Radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 248 951 2176. Good morning, Freddie. How are you, my friend? You know, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're my friend this morning. What happened? How did, you, there you go again. Go on your posse on Twitter. What posse? You what? How did I denounce my faith? What did I say yesterday to denounce my faith? Did I forget? Uh, yesterday you'd said something along the lines of, what did you say yesterday? Were you? I was just shocked that you were like, oh, I don't really. There's something about Lent. Oh, oh so you're spreading Yeah, something about Lent you. because you don't really, you know, you don't really do it. You're not really religious anymore. I don't know what the hell you said. I, I can't, you I can't keep track of everything. I just know when I you said it, I was shocked and I brought it up. I was like, oh, you my God, that's, that's uh, incredible. I'm not going back. I don't have time to go back and pull it up. But if I did, I would go back and just pull it up. And we would just play it. Yeah. That's okay. I bless you. I got a little Gregorian chant in the background. I bless you as an ordained minister of God, Freddie. Ordained minister of the internet. (laughs) God, Ryan. What's on your mind this morning, partner? How are you? Yeah. I know, I know, uh, Steak Scott called in earlier today, and uh, yeah, I think everybody should give up red meat for uh, Lent. That's a good idea. No red meat, everyone, and uh, the, no one sells steaks except for Danny's Five, Danny Five Foods in, uh, in Monroe. I, um, I, you know, I, I can't get over the uh, all of this like impossible stuff and this plant based chicken. Like it's it's not chicken. If it's, it's there's no such thing as plant based chicken. A chicken is a chicken. It's like ramen, chicken flavored ramen. You gotta have the chicken flavored impossible. What about well, city chicken? You gotta call it the flavor. You gotta call it flavored. Chicken like, flavored. Well, they they're putting like chicken broth in the in the ramen. I would assume, but there's no like you're not gonna. There's no such thing as a no. The ramen's a powder. Chicken. <laughs> city chicken's not chicken, and we all love that. Um, 
It's like they tell you. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's chicken. that's a term for it, though. City chicken. Are you using, are you using the veal and pork in the cubes, or are you using the ground and then the the breaded? I know. I love me some country chicken, and Danny knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's just there's just no such thing as plant based. Like it's just that like plant based meat. Like that's not. It's impossible. There's only the only things that could turn. You know, plants into meat are the actual animals that eat it. Like, that's ridiculous. But anyways, I, I digress. How are you? Yes, we should be the only people that sell steaks. Uh, you know, it's, so, but it's, it's the Lenten season, so, you know, you're going to you run into a so little how, dip there. So how ironic this morning, John Wagner. Listen to John Wagner. See, you kids are too young to remember USFL in the, in, the, in the early 80s. And I had this exact same conversation yesterday Probably when you were recording with John at the exact same time, I was rolling dough with my guy. He's like, he's asking me about the USFL. I said, dude, you're, you're 26. You have no idea about the USFL. Back in the early 90s, early 80s, they had so much talent on those teams. Jim Kelly. I was talking about Jim Kelly. I was talking about Reggie White. Exactly what John Wagner was saying. And uh, he's like, Jim Kelly was good. I go, Jim Kelly was good. Are you kidding me? The Buffalo Bills drafted Jim Kelly. And he says, the hell with you, I am not going to Buffalo. So don't even draft me because I will not play in Buffalo. Uh, I'm coming from Miami, and I'm not playing in Buffalo. So he took the, he went to the Houston Gamblers. And by the way, that draft, 1983, the Lions took a fullback in the first round and passed on Jim Kelly and Dan Marino. I just want everybody, in case, in case the younger folks don't know that, they drafted a fullback oh. in the first round by the name of James Jones to block for Billy Sims in the first round and passed out Jim Kelly and Dan Marino. What uh, I, I was listening to your, your boy, Joe Montana, was talking, and they were, they were talking about the rules, and I get it. Like it, That's one of those things where the rules have they've drastically changed so much where you know Jerry Rice, to be able to achieve what Jerry Rice did in the era in which he played, when people talk about 80s basketball, they really mean football, right? That's what they really think. They really think where, you know, Guys would level each other. You couldn't go across the middle. And Joe Montana said, can you imagine what Dan Marino would have done in today's game with today's offense and today's rules defensively? And I, w- I was sitting there listening to it. I was like, man, that, that would be uh, to listen to Joe Montana talk about it. I mean, he, like, he the look in his face, like he lit up talking about Dan Marino. Yeah, I, 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 I heard that as well, too. And I'm, I agree with it. But I also thought, could you imagine what Joe Montana would do today in today's game? Joe Montana was the most accurate quarterback I've ever seen. And uh, Dan Marino's my favorite quarterback by far, but Joe Montana was so accurate. It was, it was so silly um, what he would do today with uh, no, uh, these cornerbacks can't touch anybody. No, it, it would be incredible. But, uh, yeah, I was just uh, – I, um, I heard John Wagner this morning. I just, it was just kind of ironic. Me and him were having the same conversation. You know, I could name names, and I don't – I'm not going to do that right now. It's just all these names I'm going to, you know, USFL. It ain't the same as it was in the early 80s. There was so much talent. It was just it was just unbelievable. But the NFL wasn't paying guys like they are paying them today. So these guys had to go get their money from somewhere else. So it was it was just a different time. But uh, that's it. Hey, uh, listen, I, I do want to say the Red Wings are playing well. And I, I, where is Jimmy Ritz? His, his savior is is – is, is is performing magic, and he's not calling on their... He's on hold waiting for you to hang up, Freddie. This is true. He is on hold. I do have to ask you uh, this as well, oh. uh, Mr. Freddie. You said, I, I agree I with I, I agree I with all of that, Aiden. I'm kidding. 
I just want to know what you agree with. Agree with what? I don't know. It says I agree with all of that, AB. Oh, you were talking all the stuff you were talking about before the break about uh, um, uh, kids and licenses and all that stuff. So I I, I agree with all that. Uh, oh yeah, was, yeah. We've we've drastically yeah. changed. Yeah. So my question, GB, when you when you get on the air, I want you to answer this question for me because I know Anthony won't answer it. Who wins? A, who wins a title as a GM first? Brad Holmes or Steve Eiserman? Have a good day. Bye bye. Brad Holmes. I oof. wins a title. Can we just get into the playoffs? Does everything have to be like we're going to win a title next year? Can we just get a team with a winning record? Like with the, the Lions finished above five hundred, we should all be thankful for that. I, I mean, it's the, only the Red team Wings that... are going to finish over five hundred. Whether they make the playoffs, we'll see. Well, I you again, know what the record you don't, is right you now. Don't, you don't like you don't consider. I know the the ties. The overtime, the overtime losses, loss. yeah, I know. It's, it's a secondary category of just a, it's a it's a way that you got a point. I wish even if you that lost. if that eight was a five right now, the Red Wings would I would consider them almost a lock to make the playoffs. That's how well they're playing. But if that eight was a five, in those other three games, if they were had in the, the win column, yes. If they were thirty, uh, thirty twenty one and five. Yeah, I mean, it was. they can get there, though. GB Ritz will have to get to him on the other side. I know he's going to be locked and loaded, uh, ready to go when we return here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and & Light and & Fit, or Oikos Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. When you're in construction, you know that every minute matters and every dollar counts. You've got materials to purchase, employees to pay, and deadlines to meet. What you don't have is time to worry about your accounting, taxes, or ways to grow your business. That's where we come in. We're Bean Garter. And while your business is construction, our business is helping you run your business better. From tax planning, payroll processing, or R&D credit studies. We're here for you with concrete advice and answers. Let us help you build a solid foundation for your business. Whether you're a subcontractor, developer, architect, or engineer, of all the things you build, make your business the strongest. Experience service, expertise, and simplicity at Bean Garter. Find us online, beangarter.com. Bean Garter. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. You know, somebody texted something very, uh, I, who sent this in? Morning, guys. Love listening. But that intro, how long are you going to keep? keep I think that's Sydney our boy, Bay Will. On there. He gone. I know he's gone. If this comes from Will, Will, I'm talking to you. I know Sadiq's gone. It's not about the play itself. It's the call. It's the excitement in Johnny Kane's voice. Ojabo no longer plays for Michigan either. You know? Eventually, Miguel Cabrera is going to be done with the Tigers. Like, it's, yeah, but it's not like Ojabo like transferred to, like, you know, Mississippi State. Yeah, it was like, no, oh, Kenneth he made Walker. one play at Michigan, then he transferred to Mississippi State and became a star there. That uh, Sadiq Bay is a star in Atlanta. I got bros in Atlanta. Um, Kenneth Walker transferred to the Seattle Seahawks. Like, it's just you know, it's, it, it, it was it was about the call though that that's why. But uh, I guess one of that I, is a weird thing uh, about soccer. Don't they call it a transfer or something instead of trade in football? Well, because because a lot of times, like you are in the in the transfer window, therefore soccer, you are actually buying a player's services. So you can get loaned, like uh, Real Madrid could loan a player to Chelsea or whoever, and uh, they would just they they just pay them. It, it's it's crazy, but yeah, they don't really have like. They don't really do trades like we do trades here. All right, is GB Ritz on hold still? He is. Hello, Mr. Ritz. Good morning to you. Anthony, how in the hell are you, buddy? You know, I'm uh I'm I'm doing pretty well. I am doing pretty well. Really really nice uh victory for for both of actually all the teams that I uh, was interested in last night. I went to work last night, watched the basketball team win. Uh, then by the time I got home, the Red Wings were handling business, and then the Michigan State was getting ready to tip off. So it, yesterday was uh, just a winner, winner, chicken dinner kind of day, and very impressed uh, with the way that the Red Wings handled the Washington Capitals. It's all right there for the taking, GB. It's all. Can it you is. taste it? Can you smell it? Can you say playoffs? Say it with me. Okay, let me, let me, let me. I got to answer Freddie's question first. Okay. You, you see, right now it's a push, and I, I hear me out. Both at the, both general manor, managers have accomplished what goals that we fans have set at the beginning of the season, and that was to play meaningful games in the back last quarter of their respective seasons. Both of them did that. The Lions would have been in the playoffs except for a debacle in Carolina and some horrible officiating in Seattle. That said, they didn't make the playoffs. When the Red Wings make the playoffs in a month, Iserman will get the nod as the better GM at this point in time. That is my answer to you, Freddie. Love you, buddy. Oh, um, wait a minute now. I, I don't know. I, even if the Red Wings make the playoffs, I, I still... I still have so but, many questions about this team. I don't know. I don't know if that makes. I, it's what are your questions? Of, what, wait a minute. What are your questions at this point? If they're in the playoffs, they are a team that's learning on the fly how to win important games that they haven't been in in five years. Has it only been five years? Well, I'm just picking that as a number. Gotta go back. Blash right, I feel like the, I feel like the, the old woman in Titanic. It's been eight, it's been ninety two years. You know the scene I'm talking about. The, wait a minute, wait, yeah. wait Anthony. Uh, they, they made the first uh, playoffs the first year under Blashell, and so and so did Larkin. But that was with a, uh, uh, an aging Datsuk and, and Zetterberg. After that, they haven't been in the playoffs. They haven't sniffed the playoffs. 
Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's like seven years or eight, almost eight years under the way we're going. So nobody except for the guys that Eisenman brought on in the off season, like Perron, uh, uh, Sunquist and, uh, Mata have playoff experience on this team. And those are the guys that are spearheading this charge in the locker room, which leads me to a point that early in the season, the management of this club did not promote playoff hockey in their, to their players. They didn't say, hey, we're pushing the playoffs. We're just going to – their Lalone's uh, outlook was, hey, we're going to go in, we're going to learn how to play hockey the right way, uh, which is a phrase I'm getting tired of hearing, but it's, it's truthful. Um, You'll never stop so hearing it from him. I've been listening to from him since 2013. No. Well, all the all sports are using that phrase, so it's not just in hockey. So that said, they're learning how to play, but now the players have been talking about the playoffs. Perron did an interview back on the homestand when the homestand ended, and they won. He he was talking. Yeah, we we're, we're talking playoffs in the locker room, and we're we're discussing it. So maybe Lalone is hearing this, and they're saying, "Well, okay, maybe we should start uh, adjusting our uh, goals." Are, are we maybe the bar is higher than we're initially setting it? So um, last night they took advantage of a, a, a Capitals team that looks totally different without Ovi in the lineup, and uh, they took advantage of that. We lost Larkin in the beginning, which I thought was yeah it was worthy of a five minute major, but not uh, a game misconduct. I didn't see where the game misconduct comes into play, considering he had the same thing happen to him. Uh, a couple games ago, and no, not even a penalty was called. So, I mean, I don't know where the balance in officiating comes from in the NF- in the NHL these days. Uh, it's all it's all very subjective. And um, but I like what I'm seeing. Team play is there, and uh, Husso's been playing out of his mind, and uh, in a good way. I mean, not that he's not capable of it. I mean, he's playing. Uh, very good. He's playing excellent goals. So, I mean, uh, that cures a lot of, uh, a lot of evils that you might have on the team if your goaltender's playing that way. And granted, they give up shots. They give up chances, but he's been solid. So, uh, another brick in the wall. And, uh, it's great. I'm having a great time. And these next, they're going into a gauntlet of 17 games in 33 days. Four back-to-backs, two in Ottawa, uh, consecutive nights, Toronto the same way. There's a, there's a couple of them on there that are, that are pretty huge. So it's, it's going to be a, a daunting task, but it'll be a fun learning experience for this club. And I hope they come through. And I think that the, the two elements that you're talking about, okay, now they're, now maybe the goals have shifted or maybe because they are talking a little bit about um, you know playing for the future of this individual season, maybe that's a product of playing the right way. Maybe that's a product of experience within the loan system and what they and how they want to approach the game each night. And by them taking as long as they have uh, to kind of learn that, to figure that out. Now, also, we're talking about this team when, you know, they, they are 7-3 and three in their last 10. You feel really good about them. They have shown some signs where goaltending is, is lacking a little bit. The Larkin uh, penalty for the cross-check, I mean, it, it happens every single game. I, I really don't know. I'm with you. I don't know exactly how they determine what's worthy of the misconduct and, and what is, you know, what is not um, from an egregious standpoint, but neither here nor there. Do they Do they have enough? Because... There has been a lot of talk about Dylan Larkin and his contract and how great he is and 
He's playing like a top 10 center in the league, and he's doing this, he's doing that. He's having a really nice stretch here. That's great. He has half the points Connor McDavid has, and they're the same age. Like, it's, I, I think that, you know, does this team have enough? Now, once you get into the NHL playoffs, drop the puck and play. Anything can happen. You, you line up against Boston in the first series, good luck, but it's hockey, oh, so it's different. I, I get it. I mean, but it's, uh, it's lessons that the Wings need to learn as a team, the younger players, not, yes, not those three agreed. players I mentioned, but the other players that are on the team, they need that experience. And I, I, in the last couple of years, I've been so tired of, well, let's tank and get the draft pick and prospects and all. I'm, no, they need playoff experience. They need to play meaningful games. And mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're going for it right now. And I, the next, next four weeks are going to be, be so exciting till the end of March. You know, they'll only have about eight games left going into April. So, uh, this month of March is, is going to be must watch TV for, for any Red Wings fan, uh, to watch this because it, I, I just think it's going to be, uh, pretty top notch hockey. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest with you, like this is, you know, bad news with Lucas Raymond. Uh, you know, obviously being out against uh, against Washington and you know on IR, he's got the uh, lower body injury. But there is uh, there is something to be said about for any Detroit sports fan to watch the Red Wings right now because they're they're all we got at this point. We'll step aside. We're back with more X's and Pros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. From planting a simple seed to managing a global food supply, growing, processing, and distributing food is the backbone of America. You deal with food safety and labor issues, cost control, and not to mention Mother Nature. But do you have time to explore research development and biotechnical tax credits? Properly administer payroll for temporary employees? Ensure that you're operating at your most profitable? That's where we come in. We're Bean Garter. And while your business is America's food supply, our business is helping you run your business better. We'll assist with tax credits, assess your processes and controls, and so much more. And while we may not be able to help you plant your crops, we can help you realize a rich financial harvest. From the family farm to worldwide distribution of all the things you grow, grow your business better. Experience service, expertise, and simplicity at Bean Garter. Find us online, beangarter.com. Bean Garter. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oiko's Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
Guest all morning long on the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248-951-2176. That's 248-951-2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and A.B. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And, of course, encourage you to join the program at any time with any of your thoughts on any of our teams or your teams. Uh, text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Or give us a dial on the Meyer Super Center guest line, 248-951-2176. 248-951-2176. You know, every day, every day, we do a Detroit Lions trivia question in hour two during segment two, which is right around 720 in the morning. This, uh, today, we were, uh, calls, all kinds of just randomness was happening, and we didn't get to our Detroit Lions trivia question. So, uh, Dan just reminded me of that, and I was like, oh, snap. We got to do that. So, you know what? Let's do it, shall we? Time for a little Detroit Lions trivia! All right, here's the deal. This is so easy. But the other one was a fact that it was act like the day before was a fact that it was asking like what was the record entering the 2021 season. No one's getting that. This is a softball. What third round pick from Northern Illinois in 2017 caught a Kenny Galladay? Bing bong. What third round pick you from Illinois? Oh, shut you up! You can't give the school on that one. <laughs> Your boy, Kenny G. Kenny G. You know, the one thing I wanted for the Lions that never happened, every once in a while I have some good ideas that work out. Club Savage was one of them, uh, where, you know, first off, hiring DJ Ian Thomas for the Toledo Rockets, that was huge. Uh, But it's Savage Arena, and Club Savage just sounds like a cool name. So we did that one night. We had, like, a rave theme. It was great. It worked out. Hiring DJ Ian Thomas was great. That's worked out. I told the hockey team to do it. Nobody listens to me. Whatever. It's fine. Every once in a while, I have a great idea. I wanted so badly that every time Kenny G caught a ball, that we would have like a saxophone, like little miniature clip art saxophone, like pop up on the video board, and there would just be some saxophone sound effect played. That's all. That's all. That's all I was looking for. I thought that the pun was pretty good. I'm also sitting on from Eight Crazy Nights with Adam Sandler. The technical foul with Coach. Uh, the Coach is who Adam Sandler lives with. It's a cartoon, but it's an adult cartoon. I'd love to play the song, but there are some curse words in it, so I'd have to edit it. But, you know, the, the coach is talking about the rules of the house, and every time Adam Sandler breaks the rules in the house, that's a technical foul, right? It's, it's great. Why we're not using that any time a coach gets a tech is I am in disbelief. That this is here and has been there, and nobody, like nobody, is using it. Like it's bothering me. You know what is bothering me that I just thought of? For some reason, last night, this morning, I just told Dan off air what no one is ready for next NBA season. Oh boy, it will be the twentieth anniversary of the going to work Pistons. Oh, going to work. 20 years. 20. How many years? 20 years, kid. It's been 20 years since the going to work Pistons played with, played with a 
that sweat. We talk about all the time, you know, teams embodying the city and all of this. It gets overused a lot. The going to work Pistons. I mean, I find a team, find a team that was as representative of Detroit or of a city as the going to work Pistons were to the city of Detroit. I mean, maybe that's what we thought we were getting with this team. We'll find out what happens. Uh, the lost season. If you didn't read James Edwards' piece on Cade Cunningham and what he's been doing while injured, I think. Excuse me. Do you have somebody from Toledo men's basketball calling, and you're not telling us? Oh, is that the coach Justin Ingram? Yes. Oh, put him on. Let's go. Let's go. The varsity team Hall of Famer. I might add, assistant men's basketball coach at the University of Toledo for the Rockets. Big win last night. Huge dub against the Akron Zips, who do have Zippy, the 2008 Capital One mascot of the year. Do want to mention that. They have a banner, actually, of that at James A. Rhodes Arena. The coach, Justin Ingram, joins us now. Coach Ingram, what's going on, my friend? You know, what's going on, man? How's it going this morning? Hey, 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 I mean, how's it going for me? How's it going for you? That's the real question. 12 consecutive wins for your club, 12 in a row after last night's showcase of a, of a basketball game. How proud are you and how happy are you guys right now? You know, we're playing well. You know what I mean? We, we, we really are. But uh, we're just taking it one game at a time. You know, we, we beat a really good <clears throat> Akron team last night. Uh, our guys, you know, played tremendous defensively, you know, when we knocked some shots down and stuff. But we're going to see them again. You know, we've got a tournament coming up in a couple weeks and stuff like that. And they're a really, really good team. Um but, yeah, we're, pro- we're proud of the way that we're playing, but, you know, we, we got to keep it going, keep it taking in one game at a time, and it's good to play your best basketball, you know, around this time of year. So, hopefully, you know, we can keep it going. Oh, no doubt. No, no question about that. Your, your guard play, right? The Mid-American Conference as a whole, they don't have, you know, too many guys running around out there that are seven feet tall, right? I mean, you saw right. a guy in Enrique Freeman with some pretty good size. Your tallest guys are Seth Milner and JT Shoemate at 6'7 in your starting lineup. You do have A.J. Adu coming in off the bench at right around that 6'10", 6'11 range. But this is very much a guard-driven league. And between Raheem Moss and Ray J. Dennis, uh, those guys, and Dante Maddox, you know, you got three guards out there that they can fill it up and they can do it from anywhere on the court. Oh, without a doubt. Man, it, it, it's, very, it's very hard uh, playing against us when you've got five guys out on the court, you know, that can, that can give you 20 points any game, any night, you know, and, you know, we've got, you know, EJ Farmer, you know, coming off the bench who can give you, you know, 15, 20 points on a, on a given night and Andre Lawrence who throws in a couple threes and stuff like that. So we're very, very, you know, well balanced and everything. But as you said, man, it, it's a guard oriented league. It always has been. And for the most part, I think it always will be. And I'll put our backcourt you know, up against, you know, anybody in the league. And there's some very, very good backcourts out there. But in my in, in my honest assessment, I believe we have the best player in the league in Ray J. Dennis, you know, and he comes in night in, night out. You know exactly what you're going to get. You know, he's going he's gonna to lead from start to finish. You know, he's going to make sure the right people are getting the right shots. And as you see, he had a great first half uh, yesterday. He didn't take his first shot until probably six minutes to go in the game. And when that game ended, he ended with seven, 17.6 rebounds, I think three or four assists and whatnot. You know, he's just super consistent and super steady. It, it, it's, it's incredible. It, it's, so, it's so much fun to watch. I want to get to the atmosphere because we were talking about this on the headset last night during the game. And 
we I haven't had that experience there at Toledo. The, the first game that comes to my mind, it always comes to my mind. Nathan Booth hands one off to Juice Brown. He hits a bucket. Bobby Hurley was actually Buffalo. the head coach at <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo, right? That's the last time that I really thought, like, okay, if we could just if we could just sustain this atmosphere here, we've got ourselves a gold mine. And it's it's steadily picked up. You got that rowdy row right there on the baseline by the bench, the crowd, the atmosphere, the student section standing. Everybody just engaged and involved in the team. The DJ's got the defense chant playing when the ball's out of bounds and the other team's trying to, it just all of it coming together in the atmosphere at Savage Arena. There isn't, I don't know, maybe Gonzaga, obviously, St. Mary's out there in the West Coast Conference, but I don't know of another mid-major program that has the atmosphere that Toledo has right now. Man, it was rocking last night, man. It was loud. The students had it going. And then once the students got it going, everybody else in the arena, you know, we really appreciate everybody coming out to the games. You know, we got a big one on, uh, you know, on Saturday for senior day. You know, hopefully everybody can continue to, you know, come out and help us support these seniors and, you know, keep winning and everything and stuff like that. But, you know, it, kudos to our marketing department and our, uh, you know, our administration. They've done a great job of bringing in, you know, some, um, some new ideas, you know, and getting the getting the students to to come out to the games more consistently because we've had crowds like that, you know, in the past. But the biggest thing is we want the consistency out of it, and you know, it's been very consistent. The students have been there, the community has been there. It's been loud, you know, and hopefully, you know, we can continue to do that, man. But it was fun, man. It was fun to it was fun to be at. Shots were going in. They were going loud. Of course, you see the Cookie Monster coming out and everything. <laughs> I was going to ask about that. The wild. Cookie Monster. That was something. Oh. <laughs> You know, and the Cookie Monster came out. The guy uh, from from Akron, I forget who it was, misses the two free throws. Place going nuts, right? The the Toledo Blade did a yeah. big article about where this <laughs> where this promotion came from. And uh, Coach TK, he was he was scouting Richmond and saw they were doing some sort of promotion. He he makes a phone call. Brian Blair's on the horn. The new AD. He's in, with the students after the game. It's like this is this is madness, right? But the Cookie Monster is hanging out there. And the, uh, the, the Akron player misses the two free throws, and the Cookie Monster just walks away. So one of our interns gets on the headset, Harrison, and he's like, can I get in the suit? I got nothing else going. Like, can, I just want to go back out there. And we're like, get in the suit. Go back out there, of course. Right? So we just traded. We, I don't know who was in it to begin with, but a new guy. New guy gets in the suit and then jumps in the crowd. I love That's it. The, the whole thing is nuts. But the Cookie thing, wait a minute now. We Psychological warfare here. We got an advantage. Right. You know what? It, it, it's really taking on, you know, a, a kind of thing of its own and everything. And I love it. I love it because in that second half, when those people start walking up to the freedom, it gets so loud. And they'll, don't miss the first one. You miss the first one, it gets even louder and louder. So it, it, it's really cool. Now, you're uh, in the second half. I look over. You're standing up. You see something. You say you say something I I can't say it on the radio, but you're real. You recognize something. You recognize some sort of play, but you were you were looking at what Akron is running, and I don't know what it was. If it was something that you had seen from them earlier in film, or maybe this was from like yesteryear in your basketball mind. I don't even know if you know the play that I'm talking about. But you had your paperwork in your hand. You're like, I know, I know what this is. I know what this is. It took like three seconds, and immediately you had called out the called out the play for your defense. That's something I really admire about coaching staffs that you guys stayed dialed in. You guys are up 30 points, and your staff is still across the board. The very last guy, everyone is still very much engaged on every single possession. I mean, I, I think Akron might have went on a small, like, seven- or eight-point run. I thought TK was going to blow a gasket, right? It's just every possession. doesn't matter what the score is. That engagement of knowing what's coming, that scouting, all of that work that goes into getting prepared for a game day. 
No, without a doubt, man. You know, we as a coaching staff, we we take a ton of time, you know, uh, watching a ton of film and scouting every, um, you know, um, team that we're going to play, you know, and it's our job to get as much information to our guys as we possibly can. You know, we're not going to know everything. We're not going to see everything. But if we can give them a little bit of an advantage from that standpoint, you know, then we want to try to. And I do remember the play because they called the play out. And I was like, I know this play, but for some odd reason, it wasn't registering at the time and stuff like that, you know. And then it finally did, uh, you know. But it didn't matter anyways because when I finally noticed, because of what we went through in practice, I watched Ray J. Dennis already knew what was coming because we had told him if this happens, this is going to happen. So he was he was he was on top of it. Our guys are a great, you know, smart group of uh, of guys and stuff like that, and they're they're pretty locked in and everything. You know, everybody's got a role in our team, from TK, you know, to our assistant coaches, all the way down to to to, to Jay Wallace, you know, who got in and scored his first points yesterday, and the, the crowd and the bench went nuts and everything. You know, so we we everybody's got a role. TK does a phenomenal job of 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 pointing out our roles and giving and, and helping us embrace in our roles and he gives us a ton of freedom to coach. He gives us a ton of freedom to uh you know to talk to these guys and push these guys and motivate these guys and you know uh, I appreciate him for allowing us to you know to be able to do that. Is Ray J. Dennis the Mid American Conference player of the year? Well, I think so. You know, I think so, but I don't have a vote. You know uh, I don't have a vote but either. He, <laughs> <laughs> but you know he He's the best point guard in the league, you know, without without a doubt, you know. Um, but there's a few players that, that, that are out there that are playing really well. You know, Xavier Casanato is one of them. You know, he's a tremendous player, leading the league in score. His teammate, you know, uh, Enrique Freeman, is another one averaging a double-double. And, of course, you got the reigning back player of the year um, in Cincinnati Carey, who, no disrespect to him, he's a phenomenal player. I think it should have been Ryan Rollins last year, you know. But um, – you got those four guys, and I think it's I think it's those four guys who 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 is gonna you know come down to and everything. But Ray J. Dennis has been the most consistent one all year long, and he's leading the uh, the, the the team in first place right now and everything. And hopefully, if we finish the way that we're supposed to finish, which I think we will, you know, hopefully we get some good news and uh you know when the year's over. As a as a staff, have you started to feel it all because of? Because of the streak that you guys are on and getting into first place here in the conference, 13 and two in conference play, 22 and six overall. Kent State is right there. They're 12 and three in the conference. They are also 22 and six. Ball State, they're nipping at the heels right now, 11 and four in conference play along with Akron. Ball State is 20 and eight overall. Akron is now 19 and nine overall. Is there pressure? And, and is this something that you guys talk about with your team in how to handle? the success of what's taking place right now? I don't think so. You know, we've got a, we've got a veteran, uh, you know, a veteran group, you know, that's, that's one, you know, back to back outright, you know, mid American conference championship. They've been, you know, through all this, uh, you know, before. Um, so we're just going about it day by day, you know, guys come in, they get their work. They're going to be in a little bit to watch some film and everything. And, uh, you know, we, we just keep it moving. You know, we, we knew we would be in this, you know, situation, you know, even after, you know, we lost that game, you know, at Kent, we just told ourselves, hey, take care of our business, you know, do do what we need to do and stuff like that, and just continue to do what we've always done. You know, there's no need to panic and everything, and nobody panicked from, you know, from day one. So we're just going to keep, you know, um, you know, keep doing the same thing, you know, that we've been doing. Uh, we, we're preparing, you know, for Buffalo. Um, they're a very physical team. They're great in transition. Uh, we got to make sure we keep them, 
you know, out of transition. And, we, you know, we want to send out, you know, JT and uh, and Seth out the right way. They got their last home game. You know, they're two of the better players that's ever played in this rich history of, uh, you know, Toledo men's basketball. We want to make sure we send them out right. It is Saturday. It's 2 o'clock. It's inside Savage Arena. The Rockets taking on the Buffalo Bulls before they hit the road uh, for road games against Central Michigan and against Ball State. He is assistant coach Justin Ingram. Varsity T Hall of Famer. He heard that crowd noise you hear right now. He heard it all night last night. We love him. Hey, Coach Ingram, have a great day today. Congratulations on the dub. Let's finish the season strong, and I'll see you on Saturday at the game, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Appreciate you having me anytime. There he goes, uh, Justin Ingram. I, I tell you what, he is a uh, he is a joy uh, to watch, Coach. And you know what? We, hey, we had the open segment, so I just shot him a text. I said, "Look, hey, if you're if you're driving around, you want to talk about the dub last night?" He's like, "Right now?" I said, "Yeah, right now." He's like, "What's the number?" So yeah, it's just one of those things. Uh, Danny and Brighton is on hold right now. Uh, Danny, good morning to my friend. Safe travels to you on the. How are the roadways uh, in your neighborhood, dude? I have no idea. I'm just sitting at home. Just <laughs> I'm not going outside. They go and not do nothing. So um, I have to. I was going to say a bunch, but obviously, you know, Coach beats Danny and Brighton ten days out of ten. Um, but did you know that today is the anniversary of the greatest sporting event that ever happened in the U.S.? Today is the anniversary of the greatest sporting event that ever happened. Do you believe that to be true? Well, I oh. believe. Just giving, yeah, giving Anthony a hint there. Uh, the in the what was it? The semifinal game. The United States beats the Soviets. Yep. That that. I mean, I know you guys are little tiny little baby puppies, but I mean, I watched that game live. I have still, I still every time I see the actual clip itself. I mean, that's that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, the just the unbridled joy and celebration of that team when they won. It is. It's the greatest sporting event I've ever witnessed live. Wow. Um, yeah, Mike Ruzioni, right? I mean, that was a. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that was a, that was a long that was a long time ago. If I'm not mistaken, forty years ago. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, there is a connection with Ruzioni to. Uh, yeah, he played for the Toledo Gold Diggers in the IHL back in the 1978, 79, and 78, 77 season. So, Danny Brighton, we appreciate the call. Thank you for taking us down memory lane. We'll talk to you tomorrow. How about that? Same time, same place. Right here at Exxon Bros on the Michigan Sports Network.